Welcome to this week's Daily Info Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best events happening in and around Oxford. This week I've got gappy teeth and glow sticks. I've got wine, black comedy and froglets. And I'll be talking about bats, balls and Bill Shakespeare. But just before we get on to events, we've actually got another competition running on our site at the moment that Katie's going to tell us a bit more about. The Oxford Wine Festival is taking place on Friday the 21st and Saturday the 22nd of August at the Oxford Union and you could be with the chance of winning a pair of tickets. The festival will have over 40 wine merchants with hundreds of rare and award-winning wines from all over the world to choose from. We're giving away a pair of tickets worth £19.50 to an evening or afternoon session at the festival. When at the session, you can book a tutored tasting session to find out which supermarket wines are the best, what to look for in an Austrian wine, or to learn more about the psychology of wine. On top of that, each ticket entitles you to try 10 sample wines. How big are the samples? Quite um, you went before, they didn't you? Like, they were decent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you came out feeling the wine, didn't Absolutely. you? So yeah, it's, that's, it's worth that's it, need, definitely. Yeah. To enter this competition, all you have to do is send us an email with your contact details and a description of Oxford as if it were a fine wine. For example, Oxford has an elegant, majestic flavour with subtle undertones of student. Nice. The closing date is midday it on Tuesday. Doesn't sound very appealing. Does it not? <laughs> <laughs> Do not drink Oxford. I don't think I would. Oh. No. Not with that description. <laughs> the closing date is midday on Tuesday, thirtieth of June. So get entering ASAP. We're gonna be there as well, so you might see us there. Yeah, Saturday <laughs> evening. We'll probably be Instagramming and uh, tweeting from. Uh, the festival so make sure you uh, do follow us on lots of social media channels um, but on to the Oxford fact now and mine is all about Shakespeare this week as basically Shakespeare outdoor Shakespeare season in Oxford is starting uh, from now on there's going to be at least one every week I'm pretty sure probably in the Ox House as well so when Shakespeare used to come to Oxford and he would come when he was coming between London and Stratford, he'd stop off in Oxford, and he'd stay with his friend, who was John Davenant, and he'd stay at the Crown Tavern, which is at 3 Corn Market Street, which is actually shouldn't be confused with the town, the Crown Inn, which is the crown that's still on Corn Market, but was a tavern that was across the street. So basically there was a coaching inn where the Crown still is, and then the tavern across the street was actually a wine tavern uh, run by John Davenant, and it had one of only three... Um, wine licenses in the city so Shakespeare used to stay at the Crown Tavern and you can still go and see the room where he stayed which is the painted room, it's run by the Oxford Preservation Trust and it's upstairs um, above one of the shops on Call Market and you can go and see where he stayed it's got these amazing painted walls uh, that were only discovered in the 20s I think, that were covered by wood panelling in the 17th century and weren't discovered for another few hundred years um, so then they found these walls and looked into the history of the tavern and found that Shakespeare used to stay there. I don't know, I think it's like a nice little bit of insight into when you're just walking past, yeah. you know, Republic and <laughs> River Island and Boots and things. It's actually a bit more history to Corn Market as well as the rest of Oxford. So yeah, that's our Oxford fact. So Mr Davenant or whatever he's called, mm-hmm. he owned that, but did he live on Davenant Road? Is that why it's called Davenant Road? I don't know, that would up be a good in, thing to find out. That's all the way up in North Oxford though. So we would have had well, to come in quite a long way. You would have thought that he would live also. I think at he the might tavern. have been the mayor of Oxford as well, so maybe he was oh, okay. named after him. 
Um, and and Shakespeare was the godfather to one of his sons. And oh. also rumoured that potentially the son uh, was actually Shakespeare's illegitimate child. Oh. But Scandal. we don't really know. It's kind of unsubstantiated. Cool. Well, there's your Oxford fact for this week. And expect much more Shakespeare to come in the future Oxcasts. But now on to our events. And the first thing that we've got for you is more MCS Arts Festival Oxford stuff, of course. It's still going on. It started last weekend and it's going strong. So we've actually got an interview this week with Anais Higgins, who is on the team organising the festival. And you'll probably recognise her if you're a diehard fan from previous Oxcasts anyway. Uh, so here is what she had to say about this year's festival. We welcome Anais. Hello. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about the history of the festival, first of all. So the festival started seven years ago. It was started by the headmaster at Morden College School. He'd come from a school in Portsmouth where he'd started a similar festival which has grown to become Portsmouth Festivities. And so off the back of the success of that festival, he started the MCS one. And it was initially a end-of-year celebration for the school community. But over the last few years, it's expanded its programme. And uh, this year particularly, it has uh, massively grown in size and is an event that's meant to be very much open to the whole of Oxford community. There's a mix of loads of different events. There's art, music, drama, dance, workshops, tours, speakers. In the last couple of years, we've talked about um, the festival on the podcast and we've highlighted the speakers because they've always been quite interesting, quite high profile. So we're in venues all over the city, Oxford Playhouse, Pegasus, Old Fire Station, The Sheldonian. Uh, we've got lots of music concerts in our programme this year, about a dozen, and the concerts are happening in a Hollywood Music Room, lots of them at Magdalen College Chapel, and also SJE Arts on Niffley Road. So pretty much any venue you'd normally go to for a cultural event in Oxford is included in our programme. Um, one of the smaller ones, which is interesting, is the Christchurch Picture Gallery. They've recently opened a new exhibition, and um, we've got two events there, and the tickets to the events also include a year-long pass to the gallery. Is there anything that's happened so far that's been amazing or anything that you're particularly looking forward to? I'm particularly excited about Arts and Crafts Day, which is on Sunday the 28th of June, mostly at MCS. We've got a couple of events also at Fusion Arts and the Jam Factory. And this is a day for adults, there's some events for kids, to come and learn a new craft or art skill. It's kind of like the Art Weeks concept, but um, very concentrated and with a focus on teaching. So it's all local artists coming along and teaching small capacity workshops with everything from felt making, ceramics, Chinese printmaking, lino cutting, life drawing, ab abstract painting. So all different types of art forms and practices. One of our major events this year, which is free, another free event, is we have a free screening of Garsington Opera's Cosi Fan Tutti on our school field, so we're putting up a um, huge screen and you can bring a blanket, bring a chair, bring a cushion, uh, come to the school, 6pm, Thursday, 2nd of July, and we're going to be screening the opera. We should have a um, review up of Garsington's version of Cosi Van Tutti as well by that point, so if you want to find out um, what it's going to be like before you decide to go down, you can read that on our site. And then do go down. And then do go down. And bring a picnic. Bring a picnic. It's completely free, it's unticketed, so just turn up. To hear more from Anais and to hear her speaking about what MCS Arts Festival Oxford has in store for the future, um, a bit about the medieval day and some more about the speakers at this year's festival, then you can listen to our Oxcast Extra where you can hear the full interview.
And it is still all going ahead, despite the fact that there was a pretty big fire at MCS a couple of weeks ago, but yes. everything is still going ahead. Uh, there's only a couple of things that have moved venues, um, but you can find that all out if you go to their, their hub area. Um, but ma- everything's mainly fine, which is good news. Awesome. This week at the Old Fire Station, Troika Theatre are presenting Black Comedy, a play written by Peter Schaffer. It is a black comedy, but not because of the content. Set in 1960s London, sculptor Brinsley Miller and Carol Melkitt have invited over a millionaire art collector, both with ulterior motives. Brinsley wants fame and glory, while Carol is keen to marry Rich. Everything is set to woo the collector, then a fuse blows. Brinsley and Carol must try to use the situation to their advantage before they miss their golden opportunity forever. Just to warn you, some of the play takes place in complete darkness and is unsuitable for anyone under the age of 13 years old. So it's not actually a black comedy, it's just a comedy set in the dark. In the dark, yeah, basically, that's how it sounds. Is it also a black comedy that not is set in the dark? Sure. Okay. It seems quite light. <laughs> we did give away a few tickets with this. Um, we were running a competition on Facebook that some people might have seen. Um, so if you were lucky enough to get those, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, also do check out our Facebook page. We do sometimes give out free tickets to stuff. Um, that we talk about on the Oxcast. Tickets for the Black Comedy are £14, £12 for the concession, or you can get a group discount for £10 per person in a group of 10 or more. It's on on Thursday and Friday at 8pm, or on Saturday at 2pm, 5pm, 8pm. Or if you want to do something kind of different on Thursday, then I have got a pretty cool event to recommend you. This is a guided bat walk at Harcourt Arboretum, and it starts on Thursday at 9 o'clock, you get to walk through the Arboretum, through the Bluebell Wood, the Wildflower Meadow, and pass by some known bat roosts. There's also a chance that you'll get to see Britain's largest bat, which is called the Noctule, and you'll be able to try out using some bat detectors. They've got a few that they can hand yeah. out, but they also say if you've got your own, I mean, who doesn't, <laughs> bring it along. Uh, and basically, a bat detector will take the ultrasound echolocation frequency of bats and convert it to a human audible frequency so you can actually hear them if they're nearby which is really cool it's going to be a guide guided tour done by carl lofthouse it costs 15 pounds and costs an hour and a half and insect repellent is recommended <laughs> so what is he going to be telling you things about bats as you walk through i guess try and find yeah, the bats whispering about bats walking through the arboretum <laughs> and saying look over there there's a bat that's awesome <laughs> yeah you really have to take food try and tempt them i don't know what I think, I'm not Fruit. sure there's... Fruit. Insects? Maybe. Insects, yeah. I think that's why you've got to wear insect repellent, because there's loads of insects that all the bats eat. Or don't, and then maybe a bat will come nearer to you. Yeah. yeah. There's our tips for the bat walk. <laughs> you need a guard bat. <laughs> Bring your bat and your bat detector if you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, something a bit different moving on to Friday now. Gappy Tooth Industries, who you may know from their regular monthly slot at the Wheat Sheath, are holding their 13th birthday party this Happy year. Happy birthday. Happy 13th birthday to them. So this group started as a space to showcase all sorts of different work. So a lot of bands and things play, but you can basically do whatever you want, spoken word, random stuff, comedy, anything that hasn't been shown before, they will probably like to hear from you and probably let you uh, show your work at one of their one of their events so they happen monthly upstairs at the wheat sheaf and as i said this month is their birthday gig so for this very special gig they have got playing 31 hours who do funky indie stuff um, and they're an oxford bass band as well unknown soldiers who are kind of like grungy rock i think when I listen to them I imagine boys over guitars with like floppy hair kind of like <laughs> bopping around. 
Um, and then Silver Kay is the last act. I think she's most high profile that they've got this, this month. She is not from Oxford, but she now lives here. She's working on her second album. And Norman Records described her music as a huge wet dream bubble of hazy 90s indie slacker ephemera. So if you think you know what sound that's describing, then that is her. Anyway, you can get tickets for this gig from We Got Tickets or on the door as well. So they're £3.50 in advance or £4.50 on the door. That's a bargain. Yeah. They're always this price as well. So it's a really good thing to to get along and see. It's at the Wheat Sheaf on Friday at 8.20pm. And... We should say happy birthday, really. They're going to become a moody teenager now. They're 30. Yeah. In a few dark years. Yeah. More floppy hair boys Mm -hmm. playing, I think. Yeah. Well, if you want to see more gig listings or uh, listings of any other events, uh, go to dailyinfo.co.uk and you'll be able to find comprehensive listings for everything that's coming up in the next few weeks. If you need to find a room to stay in or a pet or a room with a pet, (laughs) then you can find all that on our site as well. And like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And also on Instagram now as well. Yes, of course. (laughs) Moving on to the weekend now, we've got something for Saturday. So we've all heard really hilariously unfortunate names like Jerry King, Henry Boyles and Charlie Silly. Well, Paul Sullivan has compiled the best awful names from around the county and will be giving a talk at the Old Museum on his book Froglet, Cockhead and Crutch, a celebration of humorous names from Oxfordshire's history. Sullivan has searched through Oxford's records and censors, searching for ridiculous names for our amusement, helpfully listing when and where they lived, so you never know, you could be related to Teddy Slinger from Chipping Norton. <laughs> I've got a few here straight from the book to try out and you see what you think. So we've got Dickie Hart, Tristram Pinecoffin, Loveless Bartholomew, Mercy Savage, Blender Belcher, Kathleen May Tantrum, and my favourite, Hearty Pullin. <laughs> if you'd like to go along to the talk and have a giggle at other people's misery, the talk starts at 10.30am at the Old Museum on Saturday 27th of June, and it's totally free. So go along. These are kind of standard Oxford names, aren't they? I'm not sure I'd bat an eyelid if I saw a, I an know, Oxford feel, student called something weird. I feel sorry for Loveless Bartholomew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor <Don't> Barty. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are a bit further afield on the weekend, in Whitney on Saturday, Libfest is going to be taking place. This is the first year of this event because it is a, a festival that's been put on to kind of celebrate, commemorate and uh, raise money in the name of Liberty Baker, who uh, was a student living in Whitney who was tragically killed last year, hit by a car. It's obviously the first time that this is on, but they are hoping to run it again. They're hoping to make it a yearly event. So hopefully this first year will go really well. So it's basically all day on Saturday in Whitney. It's a free family event. It's going to start with a 5k fun run at 10 in the morning, which you don't have to do if you want to go to the <laughs> festival. Just saying. I don't think there's anything fun about a 5k. Well, there is. You don't have to go to that. Okay. You can go to some of the other events. Um, so after the race, there's a family fun day on the Lees from 11. So this will have live music, silent disco stalls, <laughs> food, bouncy castles, all that kind of stuff. Some of the live music is going to be Liberty's fellow students or bands from her school are going to be playing, so that would be quite nice. And I think a few of them have written songs especially for her as well. But as well as those kind of bands, there's also going to be local favourite bands such as Fused, The Standard and Johnny Pine, 
Also, just before this, there's going to be an event on Thursday at Fat Lil's, which is going to be, I guess, a kind of gig night um, where they're going to have artists such as Ags Connolly and Breaker 19 playing there as well. And that's free from eight. So all sort of lots of fundraising things going on. There's lots of charities involved, lots of sponsors. um, And it should just be a, a great day out on Saturday in Whitney so get along to this uh, maybe donate some money and uh, hopefully this will run again next year a little public service announcement now though for Saturday night as hopefully everyone will know England is through to the quarterfinals of the World Cup in Canada and on Saturday night at uh, 12.30 England will be playing Canada uh, in the Women's World Cup they've already won their first ever knockout match at a World Cup uh, just a few days ago and now they are hoping to progress to the semi-finals for the first time ever and it would be awesome if they get that far basically. If they get to the semi-finals then they'll be doing better than expected probably. Canada as the hosts are probably favourites to win this match but you never know. They beat them in the Cyprus Cup last year I think but then lost to them in the warm-up to the World Cup so it could go either way should be really good and may end up going to extra time penalties which would be even more exciting um so yeah make sure you watch that on saturday night do you have one of these teams in the sweepstake order i do have canada but i mean i still want okay. england to win i've still got three teams left in it actually i've yeah, got I think china australia it, canada honest, but anyway so you'll kind of be rooting for england but also canada if you want to win 12 I mean, quid. I'm only going to win 12 pounds. I think I'd rather see England in the semi-final. Fair enough. I'm going to root for England because I don't have any of those teams. <laughs> Moving into next week, winner of 12 Tony Awards and three Olivier Awards, Broadway hit The Producers is coming to the Oxford New Theatre on Monday until Saturday the 4th of July. The show is written by Mel Brooks and tells the story of broke New York producer Max Bielstock who plans to scam Broadway with the help of timid accountant Leo Bloom by creating the worst show ever. This production stars comedians Jason Manford as Leo Bloom and Ross Noble as Franz Liebkind and is running at the New Theatre from Monday until Saturday with performances at 7.30 every night and the matinees are on Wednesday and Saturday at 2.30. If it's anything like the film, it's not to be missed. I love the film, the original. I think Jason Manford is a genius bit of casting for Leo Bloom. It's going to be really good. Yeah, and Ross Noble as well. Yeah. It'd be funny. Right, well, another thing for Monday night, completely different if you're not at the new theatre, Clubbersize has started in Oxford. They ran a session last week, and I hope they'll be doing it regularly, so I think we'll have to see. It's hard to get some information on what they'll be doing, but so hopefully next Monday there'll be another session at 8.30 at the old fire station. So Clubbersize is... It's basically clubbing without alcohol and embarrassment and things like that. But it's also exercise. So the room that you go into is completely dark. You get given glow sticks. There's 90s pop playing. And then you can follow the instructor. Are you supposed to go in rave gear? You can do. Yeah, it's encouraged. That's amazing. Yeah. We got a review of it in from last week's session and our reviewer said that with the glow sticks in the darkened room, star jumps looked amazing and even the stretching looked spectacular, like the whole room was trying to guide a plane into land. (laughs) So if that's your kind of thing, then let's hope this is happening more often. It was founded by Claire, Laura and Sarah, who were some friends who loved clubbing, hated the gym... But then, you know, with family commitments and things starting to happen, they uh, realised that they probably couldn't go clubbing as as much as they had previously. So 
they started this club size and it's going on all around the country so let's let's hope it we bring it to oxford in fact the whitney club size is one of the sponsors of Libfest as well mm-hmm. and they had a fundraiser event in whitney to raise money for the festival on Saturday. So if this sounds like your kind of thing, then get along to the old fire station on Monday. It starts at 8.30 and it's £6 or £5 concessioned. They also support Oxfam, so they're doing lots of good thing and it sounds like a lot of good fun. Sounds epic. Yeah, sounds really good. Anyway, I have already mentioned the Shakespeare, but now to mention one more specifically. This is our Outdoor Shakespeare of the Week and there will be many going on for the rest of summer. I've picked Twelfth Night for this one. This is being put on by the Oxford Shakespeare Company at Wadham College Gardens. Uh, they put on they, they put on one every year, usually at Wadham. Last year they did As You Like It. Uh, you can read the review on Daily Info to get an idea of the quality. They always do put on really good productions. This one has got music for, by Nick Lloyd Webber, the son of Andrew, and it's going to feature a gypsy folk band. The synopsis is, uh, Twins, Viola and Sebastian are separated in a shipwreck in Illyria. Uh, Viola enters the service of Duke Orsino, disguised as a man. She falls in love with the Duke. The Duke falls in love with Countess Olivia. Olivia falls in love with Viola, believing she's a man. And then lots of mistaken identity with twins and cross-dressing and all the rest of it. Hilarity ensues. As well as performing at Wadham, they're going to be at Art in Action at Waterbury Gardens and at Wilderness in Cornbury Park as well this summer. Uh, but at Wadham, the tickets are £23 and £18 concessions. It starts on Tuesday... And the performances are going to be 7.30 most nights, I think, and it's going to be having a few-week run at Wadham. Just an idea of other Shakespeare that is coming up, though, if you don't want to see Twelfth Night or if you miss it. um, You'll be able to see Romeo and Juliet. I think there are a couple of productions of that. Henry IV Parts 1 and 2. I think there are three or four As You Like It. King Lear, Julius Caesar, Hamlet, Much Ado About Nothing, Macbeth and A Midsummer Night's Dream. So loads of stuff. Yeah, loads. Great. (laughs) Well, if you want to hear about any more of these events or anything else that's coming up, you can find that on our What's On section. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes to make sure that you get it every Wednesday directly to your device. And remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Daily, daily, daily info. Daily, daily, daily info. Daily, daily, daily info.